Welcome to Birth Stories in Color, a podcast creating community for people of color to share and learn from birth stories of all types. We're your hosts, Laurel Gurrier and Danielle Jackson. Today's episode features Jocelyn Saldivar, a home birth parent and co-creator of homebirth.com, both titles that happened unexpectedly. Three months before her due date, the birthing center she and her husband had planned to welcome their baby closed. During their research and connecting with midwives they trusted, they were able to prepare for and have the birth they had envisioned in their home. Wanting to share the joy from their experience, they created homebirth.com. Hello, Jocelyn. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you so much for having me on. Yes. Can you start by telling a little bit about yourself and your family? Yeah, sure. So I was born in Miami. Um, I got my master's at FIU in Miami, and I had been working a lot with uh, adults with autism and some children with autism up until that point. And so I felt like uh, post-master's, I was going to continue on that path, um, but I met my husband like right before I graduated with my master's, and um, he got a job offer that moved us out of state to Tennessee, and um, then we started our family like very unexpectedly and sort of a a really whirlwind sort of situation. (laughs) Um, And then, yeah, we've been like all over since then. but we both love to travel and uh, we have the one baby girl that we've uh, had as a home birth. Wonderful. I'm, you know, with all this COVID madness, I think it's really kind of, at least for me, kind of spurred this. I want to travel and go all the places as soon as we can. <laughs> yeah. We've kind of like been jumping ahead on that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, since COVID started, we've been moving around a lot and just taking yes. advantage of the possibility of us you know working remotely and uh right showing our kid all nature and everything because we were we were living in california before and and it was like not a good COVID situation so we were, yeah yeah all about the travel mm-hmm. well can you tell us a little bit about your pregnancy yeah so um i found out that i was pregnant very unexpectedly i went in for like a routine a gynecological exam, and I was reporting some irregular periods. Uh, so I didn't think it was like at all possible that I was pregnant. We weren't really thinking about starting a family for a few more years, <laughs> and um, and then we found out we were expecting, and we had just gotten engaged, and we were planning like this whole huge wedding, like two years ahead for all the families to come in. And um, we had to move it up because the baby was coming. (laughs) Uh, So I'm like enjoying my pregnancy the whole time. I loved just having another life inside of me and nurturing that. Um, But since we found out with a gynecologist, we kind of just kept going down that path initially, just very like routine. She was expecting me to go to the hospital that was closest to her office. Um, And there was really no input from us. So we wanted a natural birth and they were telling us like, kind of like how things were gonna happen and unfold. And it felt, it it didn't feel right at all. 
like there was one moment when we were talking and uh, and I asked, like, is there a possibility for, you know, maybe me to go to a birth center uh, and maybe have that OB, like, be present there since they had already seen me? And um, and they were just like, no, <laughs> like, kind of looking at me like I was strange. And, and then uh, we got the paperwork from, like, that visit. And I, I feel like it, like, explicitly said that like my condition for like being in the office that day was like that I was pregnant and it just, uh, it just like, like hit me that that's not the kind of people I want providing me with my, like with my care when I'm about to have this very, you know, special time in my life. Um, that was not a medical condition and, um, I felt that that there were other options for being in good care with somebody who believed the same things that we did. So we had a really awkward conversation with them, trying to like negotiate <laughs> uh, getting out of their their care, and it kind of like ended off with like, okay, but we'll schedule you for your next visit. And I was like, okay. Like, I guess I shouldn't, like, withdraw everything uh, before I have my, you know, my, like, new care settled. So I was like, okay, we had another visit scheduled with them. And then we got connected to a birth center near our home. It was, like, five minutes away. Um, and there were lovely midwives there. There were, um, like, the space was really homey as you've probably seen many birth centers. Um, and it just felt like a much better fit for us. So so we switched. We were at the birth center and, um, and everything was great. And then like third trimester comes and we have like this really weird uh, class. They were doing like the birth education class. And one of the teachers is just like really awkward and weird and it keeps mentioning like uh but be ready you know for a hospital should you need it and I was like yeah of course like if my baby needs to be at a hospital of course I'm gonna go um but like it felt like overemphasized and I wasn't sure why the next day we find out that they're closing and <laughs> so like a lot of people are getting deviated to hospitals and some people had op like had already opted to have home births like as a backup for them. And um, my husband and I never thought of having a home birth uh, until that point. Like we were pretty shocked that they would suggest that. <laughs> uh, at the moment, we didn't know anything about it. We didn't know anyone who had had a home birth or or even anyone who had like a birth at a birth center at that moment. No, I, I knew one person and they had a good experience, but like a home birth was like really strange to us. So um, we went home, like really shocked, <laughs> uh, did our research and like took a few like days to to figure it out. Uh, and we realized that a home birth was our better option. We did not want to be like in a hospital at all. And um 
and that's kind of how we ended up with the with the home birth but the pregnancy was super like healthy and I felt great the whole time um no complications thankfully finally like connected to the midwives that ended up being our midwives <laughs> uh they they made us feel really comfortable and just uh, we felt that they were educated and we felt that they were going to take care of us and that if there was a situation that we needed to go to the hospital, the, you know, that was already arranged. We were really close to one of the hospitals. I, I forgot which one it was, but it was really close. And like we went in to have like a, the scan, the anatomy, no, no, no. It was like the 40, 40 week scan. I forget what it's called. Um, we went to have that there. And, and they were like, you know, everything looks great. But if you need to, like if the baby doesn't come out by 42 weeks, like we're right here for you. And they were saying like that, despite everything looking great, that if baby did not exit by 42 weeks, that I was looking at the possibility of a C-section there. And that really shocked me because I, I think we were like nearing 41 weeks or at 41 weeks when that happened. And so we had like a matter of days. And because my periods were irregular, I already had a feeling that maybe <laughs> that calculation was off. So, so yeah, we, we were like in this really weird uh, position towards the end of the pregnancy. And, and that was like the only time that I felt really stressed and like not even that much because I, I felt that baby was going to come when baby was ready. And we didn't know if she was a boy or a girl at that point, um, but we knew that she was healthy and we knew that like my body was you know, housing her well. And, um, and I didn't feel comfortable with the idea of like scheduling to go into a hospital. If I, if, you know, if nobody was saying, oh, it looks like you need to for this and this reason. So like up until the end, everything was like fairly good. I was going to ask you how, I know you mentioned the childbirth education. Were there other things that you did to prepare for the, um, through the pregnancy and to prepare for your birth? Yeah. So we had like a series of classes with them and it had like breastfeeding courses and all of that. Um, but aside from that, I ended up trying to like avoid initially like getting too into like videos of like seeing, you know, natural births or anything because I thought it was going to scare me. And I didn't have, I didn't have like that perception of birth that you hear a lot of women talking about, like kind of like with like a traumatic sort of blends up until that point. So I felt like if I went into the birth, like kind of like empty slate, like kind of neutral to it, like I, like I would have to figure it out, right? <laughs> Uh, and the baby would have to come out. So, like, I think we waited until, or I waited until very late to look at, um, like, natural birthing videos. 
but my husband had seen some before <laughs> and he was like it's not bad like you should watch it like it's gonna like get you ready and everyone was telling me that and and I was like yeah you make sense but I kind of want to like just like focus and but yeah like I think I ended up watching a lot of videos we did uh like some hypnobirthing like courses but like not anything formal um and and yeah I I think I read like a couple of books there was one book like not on birth I think it's like on raising kids later that we did uh beforehand which I think we forgot most of (laughs) by the time baby was here got it you know you just go day by day (laughs) (laughs) well tell us about your birth okay so the birth um was in Tennessee and my parents flew up with the intention of like being there after baby arrived because I thought she would be there before 42 weeks (laughs) and it like it started like really light like contractions and stuff like I think it was like a Friday night and we let our our midwife know and I slept it off like woke up again things started back up again and it was Saturday and so my parents are in our apartment in our like two-bedroom apartment like kind of tight space and um like things are starting back up and I'm like kind of like worried about them (laughs) like thinking like are my parents comfortable like in the room like do they need food and like not really able to focus uh so much so things kind of dragged on for quite a while and our midwife came uh that saturday i think maybe around like noon or something and she was uh she was there the whole time (laughs) she was amazing uh she was supportive of, of like you know, just going with the process. And um, and so it, it dragged on for some time with like contractions, like on and off. And like, I want to say maybe like by the middle of the day, like maybe like five or something, uh, it was decided that I probably needed my parents to, to leave. <laughs> and so she even, she was amazing. She knew Spanish and my parents only speak Spanish. And she was just so great. She was able to, to like, even help me with that very difficult task of, like, negotiating that because I didn't want to say that to them. I didn't want them to have to leave. I wanted them to be there, but I was obviously, like, not that comfortable. Like, I was worrying about them. And um, and she took that huge burden off my shoulders. And she talked to them and like, and her and my husband like figured out this like hotel situation nearby, and I forget who like I think, I think maybe my husband like drove my parents, and I stayed with the midwife, and um, and so once they were gone, like I like I needed help like kind of picking up the contractions, and so we were doing everything possible like um, to naturally get things started again I was walking a lot I was doing stairs and like I went to try and do exercise and like having contractions in the middle of like my apartment complex like <laughs> just doing my best um 
But the only thing that ended up working for me was uh, like using the breast pump uh, to do stimulation that way. And so I was like kind of stuck to this machine. And initially I had the idea that I wanted to have like a, a water birth. But as you know, <laughs> if I need to be like stimulating all of that, I, I like I wasn't able to really get into the water because everything kind of stopped. And so so that was like that was happening like that Saturday. And then my husband tells me, I don't remember this. He tells me <laughs> we watched some scary movie with our midwife uh, late at night and then we all just kind of like retreated and she, she napped in like the second room and he and I, I, I think we stayed on the sofa or something. Um, and so uh, Sunday morning, like things are picking up again and uh, it was like the world cup final <laughs> and uh, there's a lot of excitement going on in the house and uh, we're still having to stimulate like these contractions all day basically and we're um we're like coming back and forth from like different positions and places but the only thing that ended up feeling like was getting contractions going was unfortunately like me on my back and we had a bed that like reclined so it was kind of like a hospital bed but it was very comfortable and we're like like I'm on my back, like kind of in like a position that I would have been at in a hospital, I think, um, like with the breast pump attached to me and like going like in and out, like I'm coming in and out of sleep, like as I'm having these contractions, because they're taking so much out of me. And I like I would turn the pump on. <laughs> I would have a contraction. They they would like guide me and help me to like push and like and then I would just like fall asleep. <laughs> and there's like I think that's like the bulk of pictures that we had was like me like asleep on the bed with like a breast pump attached to me. <laughs> Unfortunately. Um but yeah, so like as we we do that, it, it's taking a long time. Like my parents are worried. I'm like kind of worried about like my husband communicating with everybody that I'm okay. Like it's been it's been many many hours <laughs> at this point and and the midwives as you know are like checking on me constantly to make sure everything's okay and everything was going well. So I didn't feel like, I didn't feel rushed. Uh, I, like the midwives didn't feel like there was any like danger of anything. And my husband was comfortable because they were communicating with him as well. And, um, and like every now and then, even though they were telling me like everything was going well, I would just kind of like check in with them like, like, is it okay that I'm still here? Like, is it okay for you guys? And they're like, yeah, like, is it okay for you? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I want to be here. Like, please don't send me anywhere. Like, unless, like, I need to go, then I'll go. Um, 
which was amazing because I, I knew like contrasted to that conversation that I had had with the, with the doctor that did my scan just like a, like a week before that that's not how it would have been in a hospital. And I was like, I was terrified of having that like taken away from me for, for no reason. Um, so yeah, so uh, we get to to pushing and like the baby's like heads out for what feels like forever. <laughs> and like a, a huge head of hair is everything, like what they kept telling me, they're like, she's like, the baby's almost here, like a lot of hair, <laughs> uh, like you're doing great. And uh, <laughs> and we didn't know if it was a boy or a girl and we were, we were like super pumped about it. But then like when the baby does come out, like I forgot, like I didn't even care. I was like, oh, like a healthy baby, like on my chest, like how amazing. And like my husband's like, so, you know, in awe of this little creature we had, I think it took him like a minute or so before he like checked and was like, oh, it's a girl. <laughs> um, and that was, that was a, a really amazing experience for us because I feel like even though the pregnancy was very healthy and, you know, and it was a very happy one, there was a lot of you know, twists and turns that we didn't expect with like having to change so many times and uh, like the whole process of even landing with midwives um, and then having to explain that to family and like and friends, you know, it like we were very grateful and thankful for where we ended up and it was exactly what we like what was right for us. I can appreciate just the, the patience, right, that um, was expressed by your midwifery team and just not feeling rushed, not feeling like, well, there's something wrong or, you know, making you feel uncomfortable either, you know, to feel like, hey, babies take a long time. <laughs> they do. <laughs> They're doing a lot of work. Your body's doing work. And just the the pausing, like, just like you said, yeah. we're taking naps. This is, that's the rest. Like, that's a part of the process, too, you know, and people need to really understand that like, that's normal. Like, baby takes 15, 20 hours, especially a first time baby. <laughs> uh, that is what is normal. So, And also, um, having people who um, understand how... Um, energy and space affects birth and being to have and having people who are able to navigate, you know, that, yes, you, you, I know you want your parents here, but it's actually <laughs> hindering you from making process. Yeah. So let me help you remove them in a gentle way that it's not, <laughs> you're not doing anything. It's yeah. just, you know, the birthing person can't get relaxed, can't really focus in, um, on the process. Um, so it's always great when you have a team that can not only read that, but then also be able to handle that because it's hard to tell family members like, e I know I invited you, but actually <laughs> can you go? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I was really thankful because thinking back on it, I think I gave them a lot of pushback because like, that's not how my parents raised me. Like I was like, I was very, like worried to take care of them, like as they've taken care of me. 
but like they both read the situation and were like, no, <laughs> like it's for the best. <laughs> Can you briefly describe how postpartum was for you? Yeah. So like immediate postpartum was like lovely because we had the midwives there and I had my parents there for, I think what ended up being about a week. Um, and my husband had uh, like paternal time off or whatever. <laughs> uh, and he got to stay with me, I think, for what was like like a month or two. So I've, I felt really spoiled, even though we were really far away from all of our friends and family. Uh, everyone was like in Miami and we were in Tennessee. Uh, I felt that we had like adequate support and there was also uh, like a, a doula that I had spoken to like as postpartum, like in case things got really like like messy or in case I felt like I needed help. Um, and we ended up not having to use her, but I did end up <laughs> spending a lot of uh, time with the lactation consultant because we were having issues with the baby's latch and... She was just like kind of refusing <laughs> to breastfeed. And I think that was that was like the biggest hurdle that we faced postpartum. Uh just figuring out like how to feed her because she wasn't she wasn't cooperating. And like unfortunately and it ended up with me having to exclusively pump for like almost a year and and that that took a really big toll on my mental health I, I felt like um but because I had my husband who was very supportive and I felt like I had the midwives even though I didn't see them like constantly I had that like that support and that validation of like, you're doing what's best for your baby. And if you feel like, you know, that's not the best thing that's for like for you and your baby, like, like you can go to formula and it's not like, like you're not harming your baby by using formula. And like towards the end, I think like maybe like 10, like the 10th month or so, I ended up having to supplement. And so I, I felt like, even though it was difficult decision for me, because I don't know, I, I guess I felt that like judgment of not being able to, to take care of my kid with my own, uh, like supply. Um, like I knew logically that I had people that supported me and weren't judging me. So I felt like, okay. Um, aside from that, she slept great. <laughs> uh, now she's been giving us problems. <laughs> like as a baby, she was pretty phenomenal she was eating like what I was giving her like great and uh sleeping great it was just the pumping that was difficult yeah I was an exclusive pumper for a while with my first and I I do to people that it it's it can sometimes feel like a job um that there's a there's like a process of setting up everything, managing the time, making sure that you have enough. Uh, but I love how your your midwifery team really led it as focusing on what's best for you and what's best for baby. Like that, it's also um, making sure that it's what works for you. Because um, 
you know, with anything, with I think any choice that we make for our children, I think, of course, taking in consideration how it affects them, but also how is it going to affect us as their parents. Um, And I think with how we envision our births to be and how we envision on feeding our babies can be like those two tough ones of how do I make sure that like this is the best for everyone. Um, But, you know, yeah, really always what works for you, your baby and your family um, are really important when you when you're trying to decide what to do. Um, and you know, if I, you know, I tell people all the time, I'm like, I know it's always easier said than done, but if it's out of love, your baby's good. <laughs> yeah. yeah and, I, and I think back on it, like now, I'm, like if I had another one, like, would I have gone like as long? Like, I feel like I wouldn't have because it was, it was so exhausting and, and it became very difficult like towards the end and I kept like trying to like keep things going and um if I was a little bit kinder to myself then then I would have told myself like it's okay like like you said like if it's out of love like to be able to like best care for her and everything and just not be exhausted all the time so can you um you have your home birth you have your baby and then there's homebirth.com. Can you kind of uh, give us a rundown of how that started? Yeah. So um, I, I don't think I explained like how difficult it was for us to get connected with the midwives. Like even though we ended up with the midwives that the birth center recommended, I wanted to make sure that that was our best option. I, I didn't want to be like, oh, just because they said you know, because they had met these midwives at some point, like, go to them. Like, that was the only, (laughs) the only phone number that they provided us with, the only, like, reference of any midwives in, in our area. Um, Like, just doing the research to, to get connected to the midwives that were practicing in our community, it was very difficult. It it felt really scattered. And, um, and just finding, like, the studies that people have done uh, that were, you know, validating the efficacy of home birth, all of that was really difficult. And at the moment, I, like, as I said, I was like completing my master's like just before that. And I felt like I had already kind of gotten into the groove of like, you know, Google searching, like super good and like getting all these like studies and like, that's what I was doing. I was writing research papers all the time, yet trying to find like the research for home birth uh, was very difficult. And like you type in home birth and like immediately you you see all these like things that are like kind of like against it. Like and and I knew that there was more to it than that. So um, just realizing how hard it was for for somebody who has like uh, the, the like, I don't know, tech savviness, uh, enough to like search for things and still having trouble. Like we realized that other parents were probably like not even aware of that as an option for them either, because we like, we didn't. And everyone who like we talked to about it was just as lost. (laughs) They're like, are you like, are you sure? 
Uh, like, like, is it safe though? Like, uh, like the, the typical things, like what if you have an emergency? Like, and initially I was, like, I was like with them as well. So, so we uh, found the domain and we found that it was available and we decided that it would be like very beneficial to, to the community at large to have a like location, a centralized location where like information research and like data could be available for like educational purposes and um, just letting people know what their options are because at the very minimum, you should know that it could be an option for you and then, you know, go from there. So yeah, we like, we started looking into kind of populating the website. And um, we have some information on like, like the basics of home births, like doulas and uh, like that kind of stuff uh, to educate parents and like soon to be parents uh, on what a home birth looks like uh not necessarily pushing anything on anyone because as you know there there are some good candidates for home birth and some people are not uh and then also like what's comfortable to you like you dictate what is good for you because nobody can force you to have like either hospital birth or home birth or birth center birth yeah and what other supports do you guys offer for um families I think knowing your options is always key. That Mm -hmm. is an option that you can have a birth at a a hospital. If that's what makes sense for you, you can have a birth at a birth center. You can have a birth at home. So what are the additional, what all supports do you offer to families um, through homebirth.com? I know you said like a lot of informational stuff, but are there any other things that you share, want to share? Yeah, definitely. So we're working with families and individuals on like if they're interested in a home birth, like finding out if they're eligible and then helping them connect with local uh, midwives in their area. That would be a good match for them. Uh, So that's what we're doing up until now. (laughs) And we're kind of like, you know, figuring out like what's the best route. But we do know that we want home birth to be a community like place where people involved in home birth in whatever shape or form uh, feel welcome and they're, you know, they're being seen and heard and like are able to to share what they're passionate about. Um, I love the piece of connecting them with like midwives in their area. I think it can be really hard sometimes knowing who's available to help you with that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. if it's not by word of mouth or by a recommendation, it's it's kind of hard to pick out, is there someone in, in my area that can take care of me? Yeah, and um, we paired someone up, like we've worked with a few people now, but it's so nice for me to know that I can take that like tedious task off of someone's hands. And I'm like, hey, I love like connecting with midwives. Midwives are awesome. <laughs> and I will like interview them and see like, you know, if they're a good fit for you. Also, like you said, like, are they available? Like, do they have availability for, you know, your due date month? Um, like, 
obviously, you know, soon to be parents and sometimes, you know, parents having their second, third, whatever baby, uh, they're busy. They have other things to worry about. It was a very time consuming process for me to like interview the midwives that I did find um, because a lot of midwives don't have like the best websites to be like, oh, you know, like that looks good. And like, so what if it looks good? Like, are they good? <laughs> are they uh, the type of people that I would be comfortable with? Uh, so yeah, that's been really fun for me. <laughs> are there other opportunities that you provide for the community to get involved with the work of homebirth.com? Yeah. So as I said, like we're interested in, you know, being a community place. So connecting with anybody that does like anything in the, you know, scope of home birth. So like midwives, doulas, uh, photographers, uh, obviously, you know, parents of uh, home birth babies. Um, Like we want to share their stories and we want to have that like available for other parents to be able to to access, you know, if they're interested in like uh, a home birth, but don't have any, any friends or connections to anyone who's had a home birth, like for them to be able to, to, you know, see what it might look like. Um, Yeah, we want to connect with those people and be able to share their, their stories as we've done some like spotlight pieces on, on our website. Uh, Like we think that that's a valuable place to, to share it with people as well. How can someone find out more information or get in contact with you all? Yeah, so um, anyone is more than welcome to email me at jocelyn at homebirth.com. And that's uh, J-O-C-E-L-Y-N-E at homebirth, uh, H-O-M-E-B-I-R-T-H.com. Um, and I love responding to emails. <laughs> um, so that's one route. Uh, and then also we're on Instagram and it's spelled out, uh, home birth, but with D O T C O M like homebirth.com, uh, is how we're on Instagram. Um, that's probably the best way to connect with us. Yeah. And we will definitely make sure all of that is in the show notes, but is there anything else that you want to share with listeners, whether it's resources, advice, anything else from your birth? I think just that um, something that really helped me during my very long uh, like birthing process was that my midwife kind of like drilled me in my head that, that it was going to be like a marathon. Um, and initially I was like, okay, you know, like I exercise like fairly regularly I'm like, I kind of get it, like a, like a long kind of like workout, sure. <laughs> and so we remained active and, you know, I kept going like uh, indoor rock climbing and we did hikes and we did, um, we did like just like regular like exercise stuff. Uh, and so that's how I thought she meant it. I was like, okay, like prepare your body. And I was like, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> Uh, but then, like, when I was in that very, very long situation, uh, I just, like, I realized then it resonated with me more. And I was like, okay, I just got to keep going. Like, like this baby's going to come. And uh, and I just have to be, you know, flexible and 
kind of, you know, go on her timetable. Like as long as everything's looking good, there's no reason for me to to want things to like be any any different than this. And so just accepting kind of the pace of how things went and um and yeah, not like checking in about time and like centimeters or anything like that. It was just uh kind of very much in the moment and I think you know that might be something helpful for any soon to be parents. <laughs> yeah. That's great advice. It's definitely a marathon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> definitely a marathon. Well thank you so so much. For yeah, sharing your you story, for home birth space. Um, I just love that there's a place to go to get all the things um, and get prepared in that way. So thank you so much. Yeah, of course. Thank you, guys. Love your podcast and all your work Thanks as well. listening to Birth Stories in Color. To hear this show and other episodes, head to birthstoriesincolor.com. 